לחיים, לחיים. זה שם בשביל זכת, ומקשר אסלף את הנשמה. קליינמס קלמן, רבי הוא מקבד לקרוא אסלף קליינמס קלמש, זה זיידה, מר שמש, היה בסיים נאים הזה. הוא נאים דאפטר, אפטר זיידה, אני רוצה להביא מבחן בין הימן הזיידה, קליינמס קלמש, בן הבלי מלך, ומשביל זכת ומקשר אסלף, בפרט את הזמן. Different Rebbe's have different schoolers, have different Zmanim that I'm a sugo for. The PTS is bad, I'm a sugo for the whole year, and for Gantz Chinech, and for Gantz Avoides Hashem, but Befrat, when it comes to an Ace Tzara, Befrat, when Kala Yisrael is in a difficult matzah, the first Sefer that he has to pull out, off the shelf, is Eish Kaidash. The Sefer that gives a person the clarity, gives a person the Amunah, gives a person the Behirus, to be able to live through a matzah of an Ace Tzara, the Ace Tzara that we can't imagine, the Ace Tzara that we can't fathom, that the Rebbe himself went through, Sai and his own family, losing his family, Sai losing everybody around him, watching the ghetto, watching, watching what was taking place around him. And Afal Pekin, the Rebbe had the kayach, the Rebbe had the capability, not just to be mechazek himself as a tzaddik, but to be able to be mechazek those around him, to be able to keep that there's a kiyam, not just in his dar, but there's a kiyam lo'olam void. And we have a yardzai tzuda like this, it's mechazek bechlal, the Indian of what state in Zerah Kaddish. Although the Gemara tells us that tzaddikim b'misasim kruyim chayim, the Zerah Kaddish is lashon is yatameh bechayim. That the Gemara says, Chazal say, Nigla, the way the Lashon is, is that a tzaddik, b'misasim, is kriyim chayim, he's also alive. But the Zerah Kaddish says, Yatameh b'chayim, not just alive, not just as if he's alive, but even more, when he's dead, even more, l'achameh esrim, he's even more alive than he was down here on the Guf. Like the Sifra Chabad explained, that when a tzaddik's not, not makusher to a Guf anymore, when a tzaddik's not metzumtzum anymore to a Guf, he's able to be Yatameh b'chayim, even a greater level of chiyas. And you look at a tzaddik like this, a tzaddik who was nifter 80 years ago, that is the 80th yard a tzaddik who could have been forgotten decades ago. It really was for the Kufa after, after the Holocaust. Was, it wasn't a very well-known sefer. People weren't learning Chavis HaTalmi. The Meish wasn't put out until I think the 1960s. It was put out. The Svarim, B'nei Machshavah Toivah, Tzavaziris, the Svarim, Machshavah Savrechem. Svarim are only coming out later. And, and as the generations go on, as the years go on, people become more and more Makusha to the sefer. And people start to understand how it was Shaykh that a Rebbe can write a sefer in the 1930s. And it can be more shaykh for our door than 90% of the svarim that are coming out nowadays that are talking about chinuch. And people are starting to understand that tzaddikim and misasim are not just kriyim chayim, but yater me b'chayay. They were able to have, that you can have a tzaddik who, kamat, there's no from yid, from, from chassidish, litvish, svarity, who hasn't heard of the sefer, chayvis atamidim, who hasn't heard of the name, piyatsetzna, ish kodesh. And it's, it's happening more and more and more. And you're able to see the yifutzim anasecha achutza. That even after the misa of a tzaddik, there's able to be such a spashtas of the, of the limit of the Torah, of people learning his eitzis, or Hashem the shul to finish over the past, I think, two and a half years. Every Tuesday morning, we finished the Sefer Chavis HaTalmidim. We got a little bit through the Shlesh Mamarim, a little bit more difficult. We got through the first Mimer. But, but to be able to learn, and it's being learned all over the world, Mamish in every base Medrash, person who wants to be able to have a Shaykhis to this Indian of what it means to be a real Oivet Hashem. A Sefer like this hasn't come out in, in, in maybe decades, but hundreds of years. It just walks a person through. Mamish, you know, Derech and Avoid Hashem. From Aleph to Tav, what are the challenges a person's going to have in Avodas Hashem? How to overcome? What are the biggest challenges? How do you overcome laziness? How do you overcome basic midas rois? How do you look at yourself as a good person? A sefer that comes out like this, which is a pelodika sefer, and a sefer that's becoming more and more mafursim, and it's mechazek again the Indian of the Zera Kaddish that yatame b'chayei. They're not just tzaddikim and misasim kriyim chayim. They're able to see the chiyas of a tzaddik, like the Reb Nachman writes in, in Reb Nachman writes in the Kutim Aran that the riyas pnei tzaddik that a shaykh to be ready to pnei tzaddik by learning the person's svarim. That even if we're not zayich to have a shaykh the actual person in the guf, but by learning the svarim, the neshama looked in the sefer, person zeichet to learn the svarim, to makasha to the rebbe through the svarim. It's a tremendous, tremendous chos that we're to make a yard tzeitzuda. We're to get together to be mechazek
ourselves. Befrat, like we said at this time, which we need to hold on to tzaddikim, but befrat tzaddikim, who taught us the secret of what it means to live be'es tzara, what it means to mechazik and inyana yamuna. Dafka, when a person is going through tragedies, when, when Klal Yisrael is going through a difficult time, it's 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 a schus that Baruch Hashem Rezeicha to have, have the ability to be able to be makasha ourselves to tzaddikim like this. And Rish Hashem, the schus by being by being makasha ourselves, we should be zeicha to be able to be nana from the Eish Kodesh, the Eish Tamatukan al Mazbech. That this Eish is still sitting on the Mizbech. This Eish is the Eish Kaidesh, which is still lighting up the world. We should be zeichet to be nana a little bit from the R of the Tzaddik. There's a lot of inyanim when it comes to talking about, talking about the Piyatzetzna. That's why I was very misupic today exactly what to talk about. And I learned something this morning that I felt, not from the Piyatzetzna, from Nachman, but I felt that it's, again, will be Makash or Mamash that the Piyatzetzna is Indian. But I felt that it was Kedai because maybe perhaps Befrat and this man, Befrat and this Eish Sarahili Yaakov, in this time that we're Everyone's dealing with the difficulty of the feelings back and forth. Yeah. The feelings of the one hand, tzara, and a person's broken, and this tsar and yesurim, and, and this misa, and this, this terrible, terrible yesurim going on. At the same time, a person's trying to deal with moving on with their daily life, trying to figure out how to live life. And a person's battling these two emotions on a regular basis. Maybe it's Kedai to talk about one nakuda that Rav Nachman talks about, that Mamish teaches up what the Piyatessna did. So when you think about what the Piyatessna did in the ghetto, besides what he did in his yeshiva, Besides what he did with this farm that he put out, what he was doing in the ghetto, it's very modern Nazach. Here you have a Rebbe, and you can read the accounts of what took place, you can read from the historians, you can read from the Talmudim. Here you have a Rebbe who's sitting in the Warsaw ghetto. People are being killed, there were literally bodies, bodies littering, littering the streets of people that died from starvation, people that were killed by the Nazis in Shemam. And here you have a Rebbe who's getting together. Sometimes he got together with 10 people, sometimes with 100 people, sometimes a little bit more, sometimes smaller gatherings, bigger gatherings, sometimes bigger shalshadis in. But he's getting together with Yidin, and he's being mechazik them. And he's trying to be mechazek them. And it's clear to everybody there that as great as the Shalashudas is going to be, as great as the, as the Farang is going to be, as great as the Simchas Torah is going to be, as great as the Yom Kippur is going to be, at the end of the day, when you walk out of the shul, and when you walk out of the Shalashudas, the Nazis are not disappearing. Alpi Derech HaTeva, the Rebbe understood this, the Rebbe speaks about the Derech HaTeva and how a person has to rise above Derech HaTeva. But Alpi Derech HaTeva, people understood that as much chizik as the Rebbe can give them, at the end of the day, life, life goes back to the same challenging life that it was before. That people are being killed, people are being murdered, that people are losing their siblings, people are losing their family, people are losing any sense of normalcy. So what chizah can a Rebbe give to people? And, and Befra, we can ask ourselves the same question. We come and we try to gather together to be mechazik ourselves, at eight sorry, Yaakov. What's the point? We're gonna walk out of this door and unless Mashiach comes and Alavaya Mashiach should come before we walk out of the door, we walk out of the door and it's, it, we're gonna get back to the same place. And we get back to the same Yisur and the same challenges and the same difficulties and the same news and the same Tsar and Yisur that we've been dealing with for 2,000 years. So it, what's the point of the Chizik? So we get Chizik from the Rebbe and you learn Eish Kaidesh and you learn, you know, we gather together and ourselves and we, we, we listen to Shirim from various different Mashpiyim to try to be Mechazik ourselves and then what? And then we just go back to regular life so we pull ourselves out and then we go back and it's back and forth. It's a kafa keller that we're dealing with. They get thrown from one place to the other. You get mechuzik a little bit and then you go back down. What's the Indian? What was the Rebbe's Indian? And what's our Indian? To gather together, to gather together to be mechazik ourselves. So Nachman writes in Torah Samachay the following thing. Nachman writes, that if a person wants to be mestakal at the tachlis of creation, at the tachlis of everything that's taking place, in the place of the tachlis, it's all toiv. In that place, it's Shema Yisrael, Havaya Likenu. Havaya is Midas Arachimem, Midas Achesed, Alekenu is Midas Adin, Havaya Likenu, Havaya Echad. In that place, it's Kulay Echad. Tzorich Listam Es Einav. In that place of Kulay Toiv, a person wants to be mistakal in the tachlis, the only way to be mistakal in the tachlis is a person has to close his eyes. Ulechavana Astaklis Ela Tachlis, to close his eyes from seeing the world 
as being something, as a reality, and to be able to close his eyes and just to be that or of the tachlis, that place of Olam Haba, that place that is Kulay Toiv, the Or Kitoiv, you're not going to be able to see it down here in this world. It's Rachik Ma'ir Me'a'adam. The only way a person shaykh to see that world of kulei toiv is by closing his eyes. Squeeze your eyes tight. Hold them tight. Not only to squeeze them tight with your eyes, to put your hands on top of your eyes. To make it as dark as possible from having any shaykhs to seeing anything with an eyes, with eyes that are eyes that are gashmi. The only way it's shaykh to get to the place where it's kulay toiv, that place where it's kulay echad, that place where I'm able to see the ork toiv, is I have to close my eyes from seeing this world, I have to squeeze them tight, and then I have to put my fingers on top of my eyes and mamash hold my eyes as tight as possible, not to look bechlal at oilam hazeh. To close my eyes tight and not to see the world. Not to look at Olam Hazeh. That's the only way it's shaykh to see that tachlis, that tachlis, that place that's kulei toiv, the place that it's kulei echad, the place you're able to make sense, but in a way that's beyond making sense in Olam Hazeh, the place you're able to rise to the place that's kulei echad, it's not shaykh in this world. You have to close your eyes, squeeze your eyes tight, put your fingers on top of your eyes, and then maybe you're able to get to that place of Arki Toiv, the place of Kulei Echad, the place of Kulei Toiv. You can see the Tachlis, and in that place, everything's Toiv. In that place, everything's good. In that place, there's no Yisurim, there's no Tsar, there's no, there's no Golas, there's nothing taking place here that's wrong. There's no Rao over there. In that place, it's Kulei Toiv, it's Kulei Echad. But, Zakrab Nachman, but like we said, the reality is that we live in the Kafakela. The reality is, is that you can't stay there. The reality is that you can't live in the Tachlis constantly. Nachman says that Peshaz Bitta, when a person's Mavatal, it's Kulei Toiv, Kulei Echad. Then Mamela person's Mizbata Kali Yasurin. But he says, Achi Efshali is Tamid Kavua by Bikinis Bitl. But it's impossible to remain in that place of Bitl constantly. Kiyam Kane Yatsumegeda Nushi, because then you're not physical, then you're not living in Ulam Haza. That means that you escape this world and you're not living Bakhlal as a human anymore anymore. But Alkin Mukhrit, Shia Bitl Babakinis Ratsvashov. Zakdar Nachman, this is the Matsyas. The Matsyas of life is, is that a person closes his eyes, he squeezes his eyes, he's able to have that that nevua, that clarity of Olam Haba, that place of or kitoiv, that place of kulay toiv and kulay echad. And then the Matsyas says, you have to come back. You can't remain in Yom Kippur forever. You can't remain in the place of kulay toiv, kulay echad forever. The Matsyas of what it means to be a human is that you have to open your eyes. If you don't open your eyes, you're going to smash into the walls in front of you. You have to open up your eyes. You have to take your fingers off your eyes. You have to open up your eyes and you have to see this world. Because the mice are human. And the mice, you have to sleep and you have to eat and you have to be involved in this world. Because you have a guf and you're not holding in that place of kulay neshama. What happens when I open up my eyes? What happens when my seichel comes back? What happens when I'm no longer living in that place of kulei toiv, kulei echad? When I'm not living in that place of bittul, shubui aseichel, ozei yevshel amoichen, shemakelam lekabalas aseichel, shebachinis bittul. My 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 mayach is not able to receive that level of bittul of ein seif. And Mamela, a person's margish the tsar shall yisurin. Now the moyach is again margish the tsar shall yisurin. So I go up to that place, I squeeze my eyes tight, I want to get to the tachlas abitl, but then I have to open up my eyes. And when I open up my eyes, then I feel the tsar of the yisurin. So what's the point? 
So th- this is the point that I go mamash. It's the most torturous thing for the neshama. This is the kafakela that the Svarim Gedoshim talk about. And one second I close my eyes, I squeeze them, and in that place I'm singing ani mamen bemunish shalema b'viyas hamashiach, and I believe that everything's good with all the killing and murders that have taken place over the past two weeks. I believe everything's toiv. It's totally toiv, and everything that's taking place right now, I believe everything's tachlis is kula toiv kula echad. But then I open up my eyes and I go back onto the news and it's the same thing. And then I open up my eyes and I realize that I'm still here in this world. Some chesterah by night, when I first heard the news, I, I remember waking up some chesterah by morning when I was walking to the mikvah. And just the whole time, I, I, I couldn't get my, I couldn't wrap my head. Is it, was it MS or was it not MS? Was it true or not true? Was, was, was it a nightmare that somebody told me that last night? And again, I was just hearing the beginning of, of a shemitz of something. Was it a nightmare or was it not a nightmare? The whole way to the mikvah, I'm, I'm back and forth. Was it real or was it not real? I came to shul and I, and I realized, I spoke, you know, I heard people talking about it. It wasn't, it wasn't a nightmare, it was real. But a person closes his eyes, he gets to the place of kula taif, kula echad, and then he opens up his eyes and he says, but Lamaisa, I'm not living in that place. Lamaisa, I'm living in high alma. Lamaisa, I'm living in this world that my eyes have to open and I can't remain in that place of bitto constantly because I'm, because I'm human. And what it means to be human is that I feel the tsar and the yasur and, and I feel all of the pain of quality yourself for the past 2,000 years. So, Zakhtar Nachman, so what's the point? This is the kafa kel that we have to, it's, it's more painful. So, don't close your eyes and just live with it. Tsar and Yisurim. Zakhtar Nachman, it's not MS. Nachman, here, Nachman tells us the Yisayid. When a person goes to that place of Kulay Taif, Kulay Echad, a person rises all the way up to the top and then comes back down here to High Alma, he doesn't come back down the same person. Zakhtar Nachman is Rishima that remains on the person. Svarim HaKadoshim talk about the concept of a Rishima. The same way you have a Chaisim, that a Chaisim creates a Rishima. Shemin creates a Rishima. That when oil is on something, oil creates a stain. That even if there's no oil there anymore, the stain will remain in the clothing forever. The Svarim HaKadoshim talk about it. Bitsetzna himself in Parshas Noach and Derech HaMelech talks about when a person davens properly, when a person connects to the Aram Makif during davening, there's Rishima that remains on the guf even after I leave davening. Davening is the place of Kulay Toiv, Kulay Echad, Tachlis Abito. But then you come back down to this world, but you don't come back the same person, Rachman says. Pietzessa says the same thing, you don't come back the same person. You go to that place of Kula Toiv, Kula Echad, and then you come back down here, but you have the Rishima of that world of clarity, of that Animamad Be'emunah of Shalema, the Via Samashech, Animamad that everything the Rabbanishim is doing is Kula Toiv, and now when I come back down to this world, I'm not the same person. I have the Chizik to be able to live at a little bit of a higher level. So every time, all of this, all the all Chassidim, they're coming into the Piyatzatzim's Beis Medrash, they're coming into the H. Kaidish's Beis Medrash in the Warsaw Ghetto, and they know that everything of Piderech HaTav is over, and many of them have already experienced the greatest tragedies, and the greatest losses in their life, and they come in, and what does the, do, what does the Rebbe do? He gives them Chizik, and he lifts them up, and they go to the place where it's Kulay Toiv, Kulay Echad, and then they recognize, that I'm gonna have to go back down into Ilam Hazah, but they're not going to go back down the same way. When a person is mechuzik, when it's ish, when it's ishes re'eyu, when it, when kol yisrael gets together and is mechuzik each other, and ace tzara, we don't leave the ace, we don't leave the ace chizik in the same way. We don't come back into the ace tzara the same way. We come back with that reshima of kedusha that remains without, remains with us. That reshima of amuna that we believe the takets kulatayv and kulachad. And right now, with my eyes open, I can't experience it the same way. But I know that deep in the recesses of my mind, of my neshama. I've experienced what it means to be in that place of Kulei Toiv Kulei The Rebbe at the end of the third Mimer describes what Shalashudas is supposed to look like. It's a Peladekataych. He describes what a Yid's supposed to feel like when a Yid's sitting by Rava de Ravan. A Yid's sitting by Rava de Ravan by Shalashudas. What the Hergish, and it's a Pelad, because throughout the Sefer, one of the Zachan that the Rebbe does, which, which you don't find very often in Svarim, maybe you find it in Shirim, you don't find it written in Svarim, is the Rebbe gives over 
in such a clear way. He gives over in a muscle, but not just a muscle. He, he, he makes it mamish, something which a person can use as kaya chadimin. And the Rebbe gives you over how to use the kaya chadimin. Achshar Savreichim as well, he talks about this at length, to use in the kaya chadimin in terms of Avaidis Hashem. But the Rebbe himself does it. And the Rebbe himself, when he's talking to, Tamli, to Malamdim at the beginning of the Hakdama, the Rebbe talks about the kaya of a mashal, the kaya of a dimyan. The Rebbe gives a peladik a mashal in the middle of the Sefer about Mashiach with the flower, peladik a mashal. But you're able to mamish, when the Rebbe talks, you're able to really experience what the Rebbe is talking about. This is what the Rebbe says on Shabbos. This is the Kafa Kela that we're talking about. And this is Mamash the Bechin of what a Yid needs to feel like as you leave a, a, a time when the Yid and are getting together to be Mechazik each other. And at, as you leave that time of the Chizik and Emunah. The Rebbe writes like this. Even on Shabbos itself, one's man of Shabbos is not daimah to another's man of Shabbos. Lela Shabbos, Lela Shabbos, betamay meriisay v'kedushasay. Lela Shabbos is its time, ketamay meriisay v'kedushasay. Yoyim Shabbos, ketamay meriisay v'kedushasay. V'ashalosh shudas, ketamay meriisay v'kedushasay. Each one of the shalosh shudas have its own art, its own bechina. Ki neshama beganei, ki neshama beganei den. Game kenu mahat. The same in a shaman ganadin goes from place to place. There are people that are davening by shal shudas by rava the ravin and tzorchin nafshe av gufoi. Not depression, not depression, not nefila. Not in a place where the, where the ruach is broken. That a person feels at the end of Shalash Shudas, when a person knows that I'm going from the place of Rav and the Rav, and it's the highest place of Shabbos. A person sitting by Shalash Shudas, the lights are off. A person sitting, Mamash, in that place of Rav Nachman saying, it's Kulay Toiv. The lights are off. My eyes are closed physically. And, and my life, my, my, my life of living in Olam Hazah is closed off. And I'm living in the Bechin of Rav and the Rav. But what does the Yid feel? Zakta Piyat sets the Mashal of Ben Amelech. A year feels the following, following hergish. Shen esrachik me'avav, the ben amelech is esrachik me'avav. The chasalei akali is missing everything. He's missing everything. The ms ikur chesroin of etzorchei who aviv. The only thing that he really needs is aviv. He's a ben amelech. Aval kivin shekolkach because he's so lost from the palace and so lost of having a relationship from his father and so lost from what it means to be able to be a ben melech. He doesn't even know what he needs anymore. He spent so many decades away from the palace. He has no clue what he needs anymore. All he knows is that he has major chasrainus, that he's lacking in a real way. His heart's bitter. He knows that he's chaser. And then one day he's given the opportunity. He's given the schus to be able to experience a day back together with his father. In that moment that he experiences the reunification again with his father, he reunites with his father, everything's battle. He needed everything before, and then he sees his father and he doesn't need anything anymore. All of his problems are taken care of. The only thing is experiencing is the aura and the Yeshua of what it means to be a Ben Melech again, what it means to be sitting in the palace. But then he starts to spend after, the, after that first hug. Yaakov and Yosef give each other the first hug. And then, okay, now there's the time that we're actually in Mitzrayim. Then, then the Ben Melech actually sits in the palace. And he realizes that this scarvus is not going to last. He realizes he's going to have to leave the palace. He realizes that he's going to have to leave the palace and he's not going to be able to remain as the Ben Melech living in the palace. He falls into the lap of his father. 
He cries out to his father. He's crying in the lap of his father. And he says, It's so difficult that I'm far from you. My heart is stuffed up. And my whole metzias is stuck in the place of Chayshech. Everything's missing from me. To eat and to drink. I'm so confused when I'm outside of the palace that I forget what it means to be a Ben-Melech. And I forget about the Kedushas of the, the covet of the Melech. I forget about what it means to be Makadesh the Melech. What it means to be Oivet the Melech. When a yid comes to that place of Shol, of, of Shol Shudas, and he knows that the door is going to open and he's going to have to leave the palace called Shabbos. He knows that he's going to be stuck in that Kafa Kela, that he's going to be thrown from one place of the world where he's able to experience the Tzimus Anayim that Rabnachman's talking about, that it's Kulei Toiv, it's Kulei Echel, in that place everything's good. In that place when I'm singing Ani Mamin Bamuna Shalema, I believe 100% Mashiach's coming right now. Mamash right now and everything that's been taking place over the past week and a half in Eretz Yisrael, it's Kulei Toiv, it's Kulei Echad. But I know that it's not going to last. I know that the door is going to open. I know they're going to have to leave Shal Shodas. I know that Shabbos is not going to last forever. I know that the experience I'm experiencing right now and I have the clarity in the moon is not going to last. I've just risen over the whole Shabbos to the place called Shalashudis. A person shouldn't waste his time on asking for Bakashis Gufnius. We're not trying to get involved and stop asking for Bakashis Gufnius. What we're doing is we're falling into the lap of our father. Our lap, our, our head falls into this race of our father. Could the king look away from any daiga that we have? Any chasarin that we have? The whole metzias of what a yid is, is being poured out to his father, being poured out to the Rabbani Shalom by that place called Shal Shadis. When a Yid understands that that's the Kayach of Shabbos, then the whole week long I feel Shabbos. Because like we said, the Rashima remains with me the whole Shabbos. When a Yid understands that I cry to the Rabbanu Shem, Rabbanu Shem, right now I'm able to experience that it's Kulei Toiv, it's Kulei Echad, right now I understand that everything is good and everything makes sense. But I know that that's not, I'm not going to be able to remain that way. Unless Mashiach comes right now, I'm not going to be able to remain that way. I'm going to have to get stuck in that Kafa Kela. I'm going to have to go back to the six days of the week. I'm going to have to open up my eyes and live in Olam Haza again. Rabbanisham, give me, give me the Kayach to be able to make it through. Give me that the Rishima lasts. Give me that the Rishima has a real Rishima on me, that it's part of my essence, that I'm able to experience Shabbos the whole week long, that I'm able to experience the clarity and Amunah the whole week long, that I'm able to, to experience Animamen every moment of my day. I'm able to live in that place of less Aser Panamine, in that place of Kulay Toiv and Kulay Echad. That's the tzaka of a yid. That as a yid's walking out of the Piyatsetzin's base medrash in 1942 and 1941, and Kalaisa is going through an ace tzorah hiliyakov like we've never seen before. And Kalaisa is going through Mamash, the most terrible Talbur Yisuin. And the Piyatsetzin with the drushes and Eish Kaidish lifts a yid up. Eish Kaidish means it's Lamala, and Eish always goes Lamala. And a yid gets lifted up, 
and then he has to open up the door again to walk out of the Piyasetzin's Beis Medrash. And he knows that he's not going to remain here forever, and he has to walk back home to his wife and kids. Maybe he doesn't have a wife and kids anymore, and he doesn't have food, and, and he's going to see the destruction taking place on the street. And before the Yid opens the door to the Eish Kaidish's Beis Medrash to leave, before a Yid walks out of Shabbos Kaidish, before a Yid walks out of a, a Fabringen where Yid's Mechazak and the Amuna, a Yid begs the Rabbanisham, a Yid falls into the lap of Hashem and says, Rabbanisham, help me. Rabbanisham, help me that the Rishima should be in real imprint on me. Help me that the Pach Shemen shouldn't just be a small Pach, but it shall last with me every waking moment of my day. That even when my eyes are open, I should be able to live with the clarity as if my eyes are closed. One of the Hasidim who survived, who was with the Piyat together in the Schultz shoe factory, which was a, there was a Yid, from his first name, was Yid Schultz who had a shoe factory in, in Warsaw. And the Nazis kept him alive in order to be able to create shoes for the Nazis, for their own, for their own war efforts. And what he did was, this Yid was a chash of a Yid, what he did was he brought a lot of the Rebbes and a lot of the tzaddikim, he brought them in to work in his factory. He was able to bring in a certain amount of workers to work in his factory. And he brought in a lot of the tzaddikim. It was, it was a bench, you know, of, of shoemakers, but every one of the shoemakers is one of the tzaddikim, mamish from, the Warsaw, from Warsaw, one of the tzaddikim that were there. One of the tzaddikim that ended up in the Schultz, in the Schultz, in the shoe factory was the Piazzetzna. And this Yid, who's writing a diary about what, what, what took place when he went to the shoe factory, writes the following thing. He writes, I arrive at the Schultz shoe factory where the assembled workers are davening and reciting Hashanahs. It's Hashanah Rabbah. And they're sitting there and they're in the shoe factory and the mamish sewing shoes. And as they're showing, sewing shoes, they're singing Hashanahs. The Schultz, work, the Schultz works now employ the cream of orthodoxy. Hasidic Rebbe's, Rabbanim, Tamite Chechamim, religious activists and prominent Hasidim. All the most Hashanah people were able to get in. At one workbench, officially repairing shoes, sits of Arya Tzvi Frumer, formerly with Shashiv of Chachmer Leblin, the Kajag Lavarov. Took over, he took over, he took over Amir Shapiro, it was also, took over Amir Shapiro, was Shiva after Amir Shapiro, was Niftar Goyin Adir, Tamar the Avne Nezer, Peldek is from Eretz Tzvi, real, real Sachachav Alamdas, together with Hasidus, Epnimius, Kabbalah, Mishunadik, Mishunadik Goyin, of Arya Tzvi Frumer, formerly with Shashiv of Chachmer Leblin. He might be sitting here, but his mind is miles away living in a different place. His lips are constantly moving. Obviously, he's studying Torah by heart. Every so often, he throws a question to his neighbor opposite. They're is Kalman Shapiro of Piyatsetzna, author of the Chavis HaTalmidim. And they begin a whispered dialogue in Talmudic study, quoting Chazal and Psuk and Paiskim. The spirits of the Rishonim and the Echreinim hover above the workbench for these shoemakers are really Ga'inim and, and, Talmudic and Talmudic giants. Who worries about the German overseers of the SS? Rapidly they forget the continual hunger, the ongoing persecution and oppression, the ever-present threat of death. They're no longer in a factory, but inside the Kodesh HaKadoshim, inside the place of Sanhedrin. With, while some succumb to the malnutrition, these G'daylam rise to new spiritual heights. And he's, he's describing what the Piyatsetsna, the life that the Piyatsetsna lived as he's going through the Tsar and the Yisrael. He lost everybody at this point already. His whole family had been wiped out already. But what's the Piyatsetsna doing? He's rising above this world. He's going to the place where it's Kule Toiv, Kule Echad. He's closing his eyes, not Chazid, the High Alma, not seeing the SS, not seeing the workers, not seeing the Germans, not seeing the shoes. He's able to rise above. And that's what the Tzaddik does. The Tzaddik, Befrat on the day of, the, on the day of his Petira, comes down to this world, and like the Svaram tell us that this tzaddik, when he goes back up, he doesn't go back up by himself. He lifts everybody back up. And we get to be lifted up with the Eish Kaidish, lifted up with the Piyatsetzna, lifted up with that Eish. And then we know that, yeah, unless Mashiach comes right now, we're going to have to come back to this world. Like Amnachman says, EF sure to live in that place of Bittal constantly. And we're going to have to open up our eyes. We're going to have to open the door to the Piyatsetzna's base Medrash and walk into the streets of Warsaw 1941. We're going to have to walk out to the streets of Nebuchadnezzar, what's taking place in Gaza and Eretz Yisrael in the south and in the north. And we're going to have to look at the news again. We don't have to look at the news, but we're going to have to experience the news again. 
And we're going to say, what do we do? Rav Hashem, we just experienced Ani Mamin and Bamuna Shalema, and now we're experiencing the, the, the Tsar and the Yisurin again. Zakta Piyatsetsna, Zakta Nachman, the Rishima is able to remain. And that's the Kayach of what it means. That's the Chizik that the Tzadikim give us. Shem Shadabas, we should be Zecha. That when we get enveloped in the Eish Kaidish, when the Eish takes us over, and then when even then the Eish is not there anymore, even when it goes from Bechina of Eish Chayra to Eish Lavana, that you can't see the Eish. It's not something which is visible. Like the Piyatsetsna says, when we go into the place of the Aramaka, if we, we envelop ourselves 100%, that at the moment we're singing Ani Mamin, we believe 1000%. Mashiach is coming right now, and we don't think about the next moment. If we put ourselves 100% into the mass of the Re'in, if we put ourselves into the Shalashudas, into the mass of the Re'in, into the Tefillah, into the bit of the Re'in, and not think about what's going to happen when we open up our eyes. Then when we're to open up our eyes, and maybe Mashiach hasn't come yet, and we have to open our eyes, we'll be Zeichet to have that Rashima. Because when we go in, we go into the Aramakif, and we go fully, fully in, and we say, that right now everything's Kule Toiv and Kule Echad. Hashem should help us that we're being able to close our eyes. Like Nachman says, it's not enough to close your eyes. You have to close your eyes, you have to squeeze your eyes, and you have to put your fingers on top of your eyes. Like we do by Shema Yisrael. We put our hands over our eyes, put our fingers over our eyes. Like Nachman says, squeeze your eyes tight. Next time you say Shema Yisrael, squeeze your eyes tight, put your fingers over your eyes, and say Rabbanishim in that place is kulay, kulay good. It's kulay echad. It's kulay toiv. Now I'm gonna have to say Baruch Shem Kavod Machusel Oilam Vod. I'm gonna have to come down to Yehuda Tata. I'm gonna have to come down to Oilam. I'm gonna have to come down to Malchus. I'm gonna have to come down to this world. But at that moment of Shema Yisrael, if you say it with your whole heart, if in the moment that a Yid's Machazik and the Indian of Amun, it's with your full heart, your mom is going into the place 100%, then you will be zeichet to have that Rashima even when we come down to Baruch Shem. Shem Shalom is a Peschus. The elegant Sadik of Kleinim is Kalmish. Ben Benerbele Melech, we should be zeichet to makash yourself to this Indian, this Indian of rising above and then coming back down with the Rashima of that Amuna and Ritz Hashem will be zeichet that for once and for all, be able to keep our eyes closed, be able to not have to look at high Alma, be able to go to the place of Yom Shekulay Toiv, Yom Shekulay Arach, be able to go to the place where it's Korav Yom Ashilo Yom Veloy Laila, we're able to experience the place which is beyond Olam Hazad, that place which is Kulay Toiv and Kulay Echad. I'm going to look forward to some of this. Some of this.